Hello, Donate Podcast listeners. Um, for this episode three of season three, um, we are so excited to bring you a conversation from the master connector himself, Matt Hadley. Um, Matt grew up in Greenwood, Indiana, and attended IUPUI prior to his career in sales, banking, and finance. In his free time, he enjoys vacations, reading, podcasts, of course, bike rides with his kids, playing golf, and basketball. Matt's community outreach and mission is to improve human welfare and building lasting relationships that make an impact and create positive influence. He believes that when others are invested in their communities, it creates a positive influence on everyone. He is also a member of several professional organizations, including Young Professionals of Central Indiana, Ambassadors Council Storyline Club, or Skyline Club, Engagement Chair for Emerging Leaders of Skyline, Emerging Leaders Steering Committee, United Way of Central Indiana, and he is also currently employed with AP Engineering and Consulting as their Director of Business Development. Matt has even coined the phrase, relationships are the most valuable asset we have, and you might find him out in the community building relationships and making an impact by connecting people through stories and using the hashtag selfies with Matt. Um, this guy is seriously a pure gem of a human being and is absolutely someone you should know and follow if you don't already. We hope you enjoy our conversation. And as always, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Donate Podcast so you never miss an episode. Happy listening. All right. Uh, hello, everybody listening or watching us on YouTube. Welcome back to the Donate Podcast. We are really excited about this week's guest, Matt Hadley. He has been in both of our lives for a little bit now, and he is just the ultimate connector. That's what I tell everybody about him. <laughs> um, and he doesn't just connect to anybody. He connects to some pretty awesome, genuine people. Many people who I now have a lot of coffees with on regular <laughs> occasion or comes to my house once a week. So um, just really fortunate to have Matt Hadley in our lives. And if you know him, you probably um, think the same. So very excited to mm -hmm. talk even about connections today and, and how you do that, best ways to do it. But we'll get into that um, soon. Yep. Um, and as always, too, obviously, Courtney, Steve, you know us. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, yeah. and thank you again for coming. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Because there's going to be a twist here. The reason I think I, well, I know I, I mentioned something, you know, prior to, but, you know, what we really want to share uh, with the audience is the power of networking. And I know, I, I think that statement's kind of overused, uh, but at the same time, if you look at any successful person, mm -hmm. they'll talk about how important your network is. That's right. Um, anybody trying to get a job, you know, we, we hear all the time, super smart, great resume, applies a bunch of jobs, doesn't hear anything. And the one guy that in college just was, you know, super flamboyant and friends with everybody, well-networked, has a job, you know, right out of college. So, you know, so. kind of one thing that I've noticed or, or mentioned, you, you know, it's nothing I can take claim to fame for, but your network is your net worth is what a lot of people say. Mm -hmm. So to your point exactly. And, you know, who you know is 
now more important than what you know. I mean, it yeah. is, you know, you yep. mentioned yep. the college degree, the guy with the resume that's going to, you know, he's going to hit a home run. He's got a Harvard business law degree, but the guy sitting next to him that's interviewing right after him knows the CEO of the company directly. Yep. Well, and it, I think that exact subject, well, not like that last statement, but the subject in general, that's how we started to develop our relationship. You know, mm-hmm. it's through LinkedIn. Yep. You know, um, we jumped on a call and I could tell how genuine you were. And and I don't want to steal your story, but I just kind of poked so you can kind of explain where you were. Because when yep. we first met, you didn't even have a job. That's right. You had got. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, by the way. Thanks, Steve. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a yeah. great. It's it, it's it's your story, yeah, right? That's right. And so you kind of you took a strategy. Yep. You know, online and then in person. So would you kind of would you mind sharing the the aspect and because to me, from my understanding, that's really when you decided, hey, I'm gonna talk to anybody and everybody I can as often as I can and something's bound to happen. Yeah, for sure. So if I can, I'll start from like kind of the, not the beginning, beginning, but right out of school. So I I went to IPY and out of school, I got into banking and finance. Uh, Spent about 15 years doing that. But along that journey is where I met one of the owners of the firm that I work for today. And the reason I share that is because we've been friends for nine years. And when you talk about relationships, that relationship that fostered over nine years led me to where I'm at now, which is no longer unemployed. Thanks for the, the punchline there, Steve. But also, um, kind of during my journey um, and how I got to being unemployed to reemployed was after banking and finance and beat my head against the wall and against the table and everything else, it was kind of like, man, I'm, I'm a high energy guy. I'm passionate about being out and building relationships, being active in some nonprofits and all of those things wasn't happening in the bank. And I'm like, I got to do something else. So I did, I took a leap of faith and started my own business and that lasted about 18 months. And as you know, as a business owner, Steve, you can appreciate this, it's not for everybody and it wasn't for me. So I dissolved my business, but in that process is when I realized I gotta get out and meet people. As a business owner, you're the CEO, the COO, the business development guy or lady, and you're doing everything. Yeah. And I realized I gotta find people that can help me make money. So I joined a, an organization downtown, the Skyline Club, um, and. From there, this is the story I tell and how I kind of got passionate about relationships. I was part of a, I was an invited guest to a panel and the panel's topic was building your personal brand and your personal board of advisors. There was like, there was two or three panelists on that, inter, on, the, on that panel. I was just one of like 50 guests in the, in the audience. I probably have five pages of notes that I just kind of reference back to this day. But the one thing that's the most impactful that stuck out of that whole conversation was the the last guest at the very end of this whole panel said, if you don't take anything away from today, I leave you with this. Do you have 10 people in your network that have access to the tools and resources that could help you if you lost everything right now today? Hmm. And at that time, this was probably four or five years ago, man, four, three or four years ago, I was one of 50 in the room and I didn't want to be the only guy to stand up and say, I don't. I had one, I had my mother at that time that yeah. I felt like I could call and say, holy crap, I lost everything. Like, what do I do? And where can I come stay with you? All those. I'm like, man, what did he mean by that? So I pulled him aside. I'm, I wasn't a shameful guy. I wanted to know. I, I needed to know what does he mean? Mm-hmm. Well, resources is, is a network, is your connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So from that day, I've never looked back and I make it a point, a mission, a true mission of mine to make three new friends every single week from that day forward. Yeah, and really. I've... Humbly, I think I've, I've delivered that goal to myself. And now that kind of leads to how you and I met. We were 
you, you know, we connected on LinkedIn. At that point in time, I was networking through LinkedIn socially. We were kind of in the middle of the, it was the start of the pandemic-ish kind of, I think maybe a little yeah. bit before that. Yeah. Um, but when you're you're doing that, you're you're taking a lot of pride. I mean, you've got to have you've got to have a lot, uh, uh, you know, a you got to put your ego to the side. You got to you got to have some pride in what you're doing and be structured in that because you're 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 coldly reaching out to people. You might be connected by a degree or two through somebody else, but it's hey, Steve, you know what? I would enjoy sharing stories. Let's grab a coffee. Yep. And I, I think. Found, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say I think people appreciate that genuineness. Yeah. genuine aspect of it too because so many people are messaging for sales and not yeah. that that's bad but they see those messages so much that when somebody's just really wanting to swap stories yeah. with no agenda i think people really appreciate that too yeah so and that's you know one of the things that i make sure i share that story is very very important that was mm -hmm. my we all have some points in our lives that we'll never forget and that's yeah. one that i it almost brings me to tears because it's literally mm -hmm. like man, I look back and like, that was my life-changing moment. Mm -hmm. And when you're unemployed, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, the pandemic hurt a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Me, it affected me directly because I was furloughed and laid off and all of the crap that happened, happened. However, at that point in time, I had gotten really, I felt like really good at building relationships, making connections and meeting people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, 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 I don't look back now, but one thing that I tell everyone is make sure you go into every meeting with a serve others first without an expectation to get anything in return mentality. Mm -hmm. Because now you get, now I look at it and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I receive a lot of connections and introductions back that so many that I, it takes me weeks to catch up. Yep. You know, and like Courtney said, I've got friends now that we just go and hang out. <laughs> I didn't know this person a year ago mm -hmm. and now I've got, like a lot of best, not best friends, but a lot of really close friends that we just go and hang out now yeah. that I didn't even know this person a year ago. Yeah. To Courtney's point, if you're genuine, you truly care about people, mm -hmm. you serve others first, those are all wins. Yeah. To me, my wealth is my network. Yeah. I wouldn't trade the people that I know in my, in my network for any amount of money in the world. There'd be no way. Yeah. Because tomorrow my money could be gone, but my network will be there for a lifetime. Yeah. If I were to ever be back in that same situation, I know I have at least 10 people I could call right now and say, Hey, Steve, dude, like, man, I lost my job again. Maybe it's me, but <laughs> I lost my job again, dude. Can you help me out? And I feel like based on our relationship, you'd be like, Matt, I'm gonna make a couple phone calls and you're good. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good feeling. Well, it's an investment. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, and, and I mean, now because of the relationships you're building, I mean, you sit on, you know, the donate foundation board. Yeah. So obviously we built a strong enough relationship where I've identified not only the, your uh, character, but assets, you know, to be able to serve a mission for mental health, mentioning, you know, how many people got affected in different ways during COVID. Oh my gosh, I do this all the time. Could be, could be something. Uh, if you're watching, if you're listening, if you're watching, you're listening, yeah. 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 chair was exceeded. His chair once again <laughs> fell. Yeah, this happens uh, a lot. Tucking my legs under, but uh, <laughs> to that point, it's an investment, long term, yes. right? And you made a good point: is always trying to serve others first. And I hear that a lot. I think it's situational, right? It's knowing what meeting you're going into. Because some are, there's an agenda and the agenda is business, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? And I only reference that because I've had a conversation with somebody that the agenda was business and they didn't like the fact that I was doing business, but that's why the call was scheduled. They were, they were more focused on the relationship. I'm like, I'm down to build a relationship. That's not why we had this meeting. Uh, so knowing that 
what what you're there for. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, yeah. I, I think it's developing the relationship. Mm-hmm. But if I go into a sales call that we both know I'm there to sell you a service, um, to your point though, if I'm selling properly, I'm going to do it because it's the right thing to do. That's right. And I think that's still part of building the trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I mean, I had a conversation with um, Lauren today that works, you know, with we do. I don't, mm-hmm. you haven't had a chance yes. to meet her yet, but uh, maybe you guys have. We virtually again LinkedIn oh, yeah. connections, <laughs> perfect. I put and them she, in contact. Yeah, she yeah, she connected us, yeah. and so actually, ironically, you say that I just kind of touched base with her again about a relationship, just yeah. saying, "Hey, how's it going?" And she said, "I mean, I could read the pages that yeah. she wrote of." some great things that she took away from our conversation, Yeah, you know, yeah. and she's awesome. So yeah. uh, she's yeah. phenomenal. And, and we came, it was, it was about an agreement that the nonprofit was, we don't believe they understood us because we were trying to restructure the agreement where they would save like $800, but they were saying no to it. So it's like, no, you need to call them. And because we know this is the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Create more clarity. Yeah. Because we do. We have their interest first. And to me, that's about building the trust and building the relationship. Um, you know, but I do. So I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. But I, I do want to transition into, uh, A, I want to look at some of the questions. So we, we well, actually before, stay on topic sorry. there. But. Before we transition, I just had one thing I wanted to say, too, yeah. on kind of the opposite of that. Of like, yes, knowing what you're going in to sometimes. But I think just going in with no agenda is okay too. And I will honestly say that the Brett has been meeting with so many people, thanks to you, my husband. And I remember there, there's sometimes it's like, I don't know, like what this is going to turn into, but he's like, I'll go anyway. And I remember this one time he's like, yeah, I'm going to go meet with this insurance guy. Like, I don't know what he's going to want, like whatever, but why not go meet with him anyway? And not only turned into a friend for him, but also a client. So it's like, you just never know. That's right. What the relationship could be, whether it's in a finance, an insurance guy talking to a designer. Like you just, you never know what that can turn into. And what I tell, I I do try to be structured with introductions and truly add value when I do that. However, one other thing you got to add, which you hit spot on is you just never know who that person knows. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you're sitting across. You don't know, you may know who you're sitting across from, but you don't know who their access is. Exactly. What networks and resources they have. Yeah. Um, so I look at it that way too, because you know, in transitioning to the sales aspect, yes, at the end of the day, I have a responsibility to generate revenue for an engineering firm. However, I also go into every meeting first wanting to hear the story, because if someone's story has overlap, now you're building the trust. Now you've got a common connection to talk about. You've, you've set up front that yes, we are gonna get into a discussion about money, mm-hmm. but we've also learned each other's story. And now that's that's gonna last. That's If, if you leave a lasting impact on somebody, You've won, that, yeah. in, in my opinion, in life and in business. Yep. So. Even if it's not immediate, you yeah. never know what's going to come right. down the road. That's right. Yeah. Well, you you touch base. I was looking at some of the questions that we wanted to focus on today, and I think you started to touch base on one of the second or the second question I have for you is when you were just about personal network, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just stick on that, and then I do want to trans not transition, but play on the nonprofit and how they can start to develop this. But you reference that your goal was three new connections slash friends a week. That's right. So when you were doing that at that stage where you were unemployed, how did you view that? Because I can't imagine it was just like, let's just go meet people. What 
strategy did you have instead of like, oh, there's a new person, ping, right. ping, ping. Like there had to be some actual strategy to be able to execute, you know, your your end goal, right? Whether sure. that be, okay, now I just have a lot of friends because I had no yeah. friends, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But your agenda was, yeah, let's meet some people, but I also need to get employed here. That's right. Mm-hmm. So when I meet with someone uh, that's very influential, yourself, and I got a couple other friends that are, I feel we're very well connected and very influential in the, in the, in the, in the industry or in the city, I'll always ask, Hey, who are three other people like you that I should meet? Hmm. Because I know if that's a good person, good people know other good people. So I was very structured with that to make sure at first I was meeting good people. Um, Yes, there was an agenda to try and find work. However, it all went back and this will be a recurring theme of the relationship piece. If my story is told enough times, I knew someone was going to be like, Matt, we, we want you, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of, I guess I'll, I'll go on this part and kind of say when I did have the opportunity to find employment, again, I was offered seven jobs in the same week. I got the decision to say what I wanted to pick, wow. you know, and I picked the opportunity that was best for me mm-hmm. because I had built my brand now and my brand is what it is. Um, However, at that point, I, I had seven opportunities now in front of me, going from nothing to being, holy crap, what am I going to do to in the month of June of last year to be able to look at seven different offers and decide, what do I want to mark off? Traveling the United States wasn't one thing I wanted to do. Um, going back into banking wasn't something I wanted to do. What I wanted to do is be able to be active in the community, build relationships, continue my friendships with the people that I have, and make an impact and give back to other people. Yeah. And I get to do all those things, and now I get paid to do it. You're right. Thanks again for the unemployment plug again for another <laughs> the second time this uh, this podcast. However, well, it, it'll um, come full circle. Yeah, it will. And I know it will. And I know it's good intentions, but it's already come full circle for me because it allowed me the time, Steve and Courtney, to be able to really do what I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm not having to. I've got an employer. I've got to do what they tell me to do. I had the chance and the opportunity to be able to do what I wanted to do yep. at my own time, at my own pace and meet the people that I wanted to meet that I knew were going to make an impact selfishly for me at the time right sometimes with some of the meetings we have let's just be honest we have to be selfish sometimes with the meetings that we have Mm -hmm. whether it be business agenda or relationship agenda whatever that looks like we've done our research probably more than likely on the person we're meeting with to know what we're going to talk about my guess i do um but to make sure that we know what is our agenda or not agenda because i don't go in i'm like courtney i don't go in with an agenda but i know in the back of my mind one or two questions that I know I need to get across before that meeting's over so that I know I've accomplished what I needed to accomplish. See, and I'm a big fan of agendas. Yeah. And and it's solely because, and I think there's a misnomer, it's like salespeople, right? Yeah. Salespeople still get bad rap, which I just laugh at that. I mean, we're all salespeople in one way or the other. Um, If you stay true to what you're doing, you should have an agenda. I mean, well, I always have to because I'm a talker. I would have a cup of coffee that would last three hours if I didn't have an agenda because we just keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it's okay if my agenda is to sell you on, say, donate, right? Yep. Why is that a bad thing? Because I know you need it. It can benefit you. And that is a form of a relationship where you get success. I'm now sharing your charity Mm-hmm. to other individuals in my network that love what you're doing. Now you have sponsors. Now you have... So when I look at agenda, and to be clear, obviously there's people that 
very narrow agendas sometimes that are negative. Um, so for clarity, the agenda I'm talking about is how can I help you, mm -hmm. whether it's a business scenario, whether it's, you know, helping develop your network, you know, whatever that is, maybe the agenda is just, hey, dude, got me three cups of coffee and I owe him a cup of coffee. Yeah. And so let's just go get some coffee. Um, so I understand the I don't have agenda or no agenda. But to me, if we don't have an agenda, like it's just aimlessly lost stuff. Like some of my agenda might be like, dude, we haven't talked forever. Yeah. Now your kids. That, yes. Like I yeah. just. It doesn't have to be. I feel like an ass because it's all been about me. My agenda yeah. is let's just focus on you. Yeah. And yeah. So I miss. So I don't do it. I don't take a written out agenda to any meeting that I do now, but you're right. So to that point, yeah, even if the agenda is just, I don't know anything about you. Yeah, so th to that point, yes, I agree. Um, but mentally, I've got those couple things that I know. Because I do, I ha again, I, I repeat, I have an obligation at the end of the day to generate revenue for a business. Yeah. You know, that's an obligation. So I can't just blindly go out and make three friends every week and not have some structure, going back to structure to some yeah. of the meetings that I have. Mm -hmm. You know, some of those, most of them now, have to be agenda-driven to make sure that we are going to have a conversation about the uh, what we do in business in, yeah. in commercial development. Yeah. So yeah. Um, shameless plug for AP Engineering Consulting. So yeah, so yes, 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 and yes, and yes yeah. is the answer to all of that. Because again, yeah. Stephen, it all ties back to relationships. No matter what you're doing in life, yeah. it yeah. all goes back to relationships. Yeah, and I was going to actually say that in the beginning. No matter if yeah. it's personal or business, like it's yeah. it's a good practice to develop good relationships, no matter what. And I'll add to that, speaking of Brett, um, mm -hmm. he and I will never have any crossover and be able to work together directly, but he made some introductions to me of people that yeah. he knows that need our services that we provide. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes back to every meeting can be valuable. Yeah. It's what you make of that meeting that you yep. have. And, you know, Brett and I are now good friends now. Mm -hmm. um, he's a Bears fan, though, so that kind of... That kind of <laughs> Taunts his, his vision a little well, bit. Well, only hold it against him a little bit. And our defense as Colts fans, yeah. we just said we have a better season. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's not, true. And better know, quarterbacks. Bad for him yeah. he always, I think yeah. our backup quarterback would probably be a good starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Yep. So, yeah, he always tries to talk trash yeah. about me with that. I'm like, mm, or about the Colts, about that kind of stuff. I'm like, you, yeah. you have no merit <laughs> to hold any uh, hat on right now. Hopefully so. you're listening right now, Brett. <laughs> so. Well, and I'm a Colts fan and a Raiders fan, so there's a lot of weekends where it's like, yay, Oh, no. yeah. like, so your your one fifteen time is good, and then by the afternoon games, it's like, oh crap, yeah. here we go well, again. Gruden came in. I was like, yes, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, it hasn't been so awesome. Yeah, but no, and I, I look back at some of my best friends I met in business, and the reason why they're some of my best friends is, yeah, if I'm going to go out and grab a beer, whatever, we get to talk business. Like that's something. I mean, Courtney knows this about me more almost anybody except for my wife is. I love what I do. It's who I am. And so when other people are talking football and talking sports, not that I don't love that stuff, but, you know, on the weekends when people are like, oh, did you catch that game? I mean, she's asking me, oh, did you watch that game? Like, mm, like this morning, <laughs> I was watching YouTube learning about cryptocurrency. Yeah. Like, and I'm, You're like, late. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a high on this. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, it's just who I am. Yeah. And yeah. 
so my business relationships sometimes are my my best. You know, mm-hmm. when I go back with some of my old friends and it's just so superficial, I'm like, yeah, that's fun. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I didn't get energized by those. Yeah. So honestly, and I love the ones that come become both. I yeah. I'm yeah. sure you know Jessica Rodriguez. Maybe. I know. Um, oh, you should. Um, but I got introduced to her. She's another. She is another crazy connector. She's okay. amazing. I met her because of Donate, and she has now become one of my really close friends. We double date with them all the time. And but like to have both of those, so they know your business intimately, but now they know you intimately too. Is to have that crossover of not only do you have this like cool personal relationship with them, where you go get drinks or hang out at a bonfire, you can also talk shop and it not being a weird because i have to say like my personal friendships i sometimes forget that like oh they could be good mm-hmm. business relationships where we yeah. do because i've known them since i was in high school but like yeah i don't know you kind of forget that tie. I, I think that yeah you're spot on is that we get so close to those people we forget to ask the ones closest to us for <laughs> business i mean seriously and yeah. those are probably the easiest people to ask for business and relationships that we're closest to mm-hmm. and then it's reciprocated on both sides they probably don't oh matt matt steve court they're the coolest people ever but then they forget when we actually need something. They're like, oh, shoot, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny it's you mentioned because yeah. I laugh at networking groups. Yeah. Like, so we send business to strangers that we really don't know, but yeah. yet our friends do that for a living and we don't send it to them. Yeah. And for oh, the longest been... time, I'm like, why don't we build a friends networking group? <laughs> right. and just go to a coffee shop and overrun the coffee shop for you know the first Tuesday of every month or something. Yeah. It's it's funny you mention that, but that's it's true. Like yeah. the, our own close network, we don't work really hard on maintaining sometimes. Yeah. Um, or past, I guess, our past network that we yeah. you know kind of grew up. But there's been so many times that you even looked at me and was like, we were looking for some sort of like specific skill set. I'm like, oh wait, one of my friends does this. Yep. Like, You're yeah. just telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been yeah. working together for years, and I'm like. Yeah. It's life. Yeah, I life happens yeah. You just don't think about it <laughs> yeah. until someone yeah. else brings it, exactly, brings it yeah. around. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll see posts all the time on social media. I'm like, I didn't even know he did that. I've known him for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, man. Whoops. You yeah. should have explained it a little bit better. I don't know. Write more posts. <laughs> but I did want to transition this to, to connect the nonprofit piece of this. Because okay. that's, I look at the success you had, right? You Your goal, meet three new people every single week. How long do you think it took from the time you set that goal to the time you had seven offers? Um, seven offers. Let's go with that. So, so I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the unemployment thing yeah. again, right? <laughs> okay, good. Um, it was actually, let's see, so I got April. So I'll never forget the date. April 12, 2020, I got laid off. And the seven job offers came in early, late July, early August. So four months. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's really cool. There, and I guess it's all relative, right? But building that network, the relationship, it's very rarely short term. Right. You know, you don't, it's kind of that love at first sight, right? Rarely does it happen. Um, some would say that's not real. It's same with building relationships, whether it's a friend, whether it's a business relationship. Um, you know, and I'll dive in this and some other stuff with blogs and things, but there's stages of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have the honeymoon or the attraction stage, but it's superficial. You know, you're not going to get a job offer from a, oh, he was so much fun yeah. to drink a beer with. I don't. Some of my really good friends are fun to hang out with, but I'm not referring them to anybody. 
Yeah, yeah true. It's like, man, that's going to look bad on me. And so one position, like I really, really want nonprofits to create this relationship management position because it is so important. You mentioned Skyline Club, and I don't know if they still do it, but I went there. I never joined just because I'm always up here and not downtown very much um, until they fix like parking and but I guess every city so, has yeah, problems, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, until yeah I they're get not going to fix it. Right? Yeah, so you'll never right be a member of the Skyline. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're never going to so, fix that. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Skyline. <laughs> yeah. I like you, but not my area. But at the time, and once again, I don't know if they do this, but the gal at the front referenced, hey, while you're eating, if there's any type of person you might want to meet, if they're here, that per- type of person is here, I'll make an introduction. That's and cool. no joke, I'm just sitting here eating lunch. I watch her walk over to a table mm-hmm. where they're eating lunch, yep. <laughs> interrupts them, and said simply, hey, before you leave, there's a gentleman I'd like to introduce you to. So they had wow. this person that became that connector for you, and it was beautiful. Yeah. And I look at networking groups, I'm like, why don't you have this person? And some do, some attempt it. And I look at nonprofits. And they have these events. I'm like, if you just plugged this one person, mm-hmm. maybe two, because it's always more fun to do it together in yeah. teams, you know? Yeah. It's like you tackle that half. You know, you know. But all their whole goal was to make relationships happen in that room. That would be such a cool job, too. I know. <laughs> so like a business development in a nonprofit sector. Is, but all their goal yeah. is just, just to build relationships. Yeah. Right. And connect not only them building one with you, but also helping you build one with, say, Courtney. That's right. Make that introduction. Because then it's not about the charity anymore. Right. You know, your company, it's not about the company. People do business with you because they do business with you. That's right. Uh, you know, there's a, a contract, that the first contract I ever had with We Do. He looked at me, he's like, Steve, I don't know those guys. I had just separated from my partners. And he's like, I don't know those guys. I know you. I want to do business with you. Mm-hmm. So I slid him a contract. I was like, thank you. And then I walked away nervous as all get out because I was like, I got to perform. I mean, we did. It was great. But it was because of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think the nonprofit world forgets that, yes, it takes time. But if you using your personal story, that, you know, four months, the result that took place, the growth that took place, you can do that with donors and yeah. volunteers and corporate partners. If a corporate partner, I feel like, I don't know if it's okay to say this on, I don't know, I guess it's our podcast. It, I feel like a lot of co- corporate partners feel like they're getting whored out it, because they, oh, you just want my money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want, you don't care if I show up. You don't care about inviting my employees to anything. You, know, you just want us to hand you a check yeah. and you're going to talk to us again. Next time you need when it's charitable giving time, yeah, yeah. So if I can interject, I mean, I've I I think how you and I kind of got connected was I said I wanted to get very very active in the nonprofit space, Um, and you know my thought was get into leadership, be the change for nonprofits because I saw a lot of it's it's only the only time you hear about nonprofits even in corporate America is oh it's annual giving time. Yep, I didn't even know what a nonprofit was years ago, and now I know. Oh, it's annual giving time, so it's time to give money to a nonprofit. But you're right. If you had somebody that was high energy, outgoing, and fostered relationships that don't just 
sit and wait for annual giving because it's not just about the donors. Yes, the donors are very important. That's how a nonprofit keeps themselves going. But having events, having, you know, someone out and is the face doing the ha-ha and rah-rah dance around, which is what I feel like I do and, and posting. Here's here's the key. You've got to be a, a you got to be a strong marketer too of yourself. It's mm-hmm. your personal brand, but it's also your company's brand as well. Yeah. Um, shameless plug for myself and again, AP Engineering Consulting is that I post almost daily on social media. Yeah. One thing, Steve, one of the things you do, and you could start liking my post too, by the way, if you'd like to you do that. That would <laughs> I help. See now, I see yeah, him. Yeah, say it again. You see yeah, him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shameless plug again, though. But I know that you see them. And probably what you're doing is if it's somebody you don't know, my guess is you probably click on that person to find out who they are or mm-hmm. what they're doing. So same thing, but you're also, you're, oh, Matt Hadley's doing that for them. It, it, it works. It's a, it's a 360 circle. You're serving other people. You're glorifying other people. But then they're like, wait, who does Matt? To your point, a lot of people, when I first started, uh, sorry, Greg and Rob, owners of AP Engineering Consulting, didn't know what I did. They're like, yeah. Matt, what the hell do you do? Where do you work at? That was okay because I knew they were paying attention. That means they were paying attention, yeah. and eventually that stuff comes back. But yeah, if yeah. you had, if the nonprofit world, in my opinion, could get someone that it, that does those types of things, it, because it is more than just a one once a year annual gala and a charitable giving time. Yep, that's the that's the 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 bad stigma, I guess, if we want to say that the nonprofits have is that that's the only time they care about people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not true. When I knew nothing about nonprofits and now I feel like I'm a little bit better, it's like, no, they, they really do a lot. Like yeah. they do. We've got to get past that that negative, that negative tarnished, yeah. mark, whatever mark it is on their back. And it's you've got to have people that are out sharing the story. Well, and I think it takes work. Yeah. Because think about our own relationships, right? Yeah. Um, and only because I've been researching this, so it's in my head. It'll probably disappear after a while. But, you know, you have intimate relationships, but if you're not working on them, you start to separate, right? Like I have a good friend of mine, Chad, we've known each other since preschool, right? I, he's still my best friend, but we don't, there's times that we see each other maybe once or twice a year, and he lives literally a mile and a half from my yeah. house because he's not in my world. Mm-hmm. And so because we don't work hard, at making sure that we stay together. That's really weird, but um, that's where our relationship is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it does take work. And what yeah. you can do is identify if you're working at the relationships, it's very easy to identify the different levels of mm-hmm. work, right? Mm-hmm. So some of them, no, just paying them a couple of times a year is yeah. good. Others, okay, they need fostering. You know, it's like, the, what is it, seven love languages or five love languages? Yeah. Obviously, I read that book. Um, love languages, however many there are. I think there's five. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My wife tried to get me to read it. I think she started reading it to me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently there was a subliminal message of, Steve, you need to read yeah, this. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was going Really bad <laughs> in this. But the... My point with it, though, is different people need different things out of the relationship. Yep. Uh, there are certain organizations that I volunteer my time. Mm-hmm. They don't get my money, but I volunteer my time. Other organizations, they get my money, but they don't get my time. Yep. And, you know, there's different reasons for that. I mean, mm-hmm. some are fun to be around, some are just not. But to your point, I think you do treat every relationship somewhat differently. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, it's, it's really my point is you can't have your gala, your one other event, and expect to build a relationship. That's yeah. right. Really, relationships can't fit into a mold, right. <laughs> in one right. single mold. You That's can't right. create instructions and saying, yeah. hey, this is how I'm gonna build a relationship every single time. Yeah. They're gonna be different, no matter yeah. if yeah. you're building friendships, a romantic relationship or a business relationship. Well, that's, people. when you're looking yeah. for the person to do that role also, whether it's nonprofit or for-profit corporations, relationships aren't something you can teach to be a relational person. You can't teach that. That's not mm-hmm. a, that's not a taught, attribute mm-hmm. that's an a that's a that's an acquired that's something that i acquired i feel like over time that i realized mm-hmm. that's internal yeah i can't go out and teach someone how to build relationships either you get it or you don't yeah you know and when i when i lead people with the things of hey i'm, I'm a i connect people to make an impact you know some people get that some they don't mm-hmm. the ones that do I, lo- I i really enjoy spending my time sharing yeah. stories and doing that the ones that don't i say hey let me connect you to a couple other people that might tell and then if they make an impact in that person's life, that's still a win. And then they get it. That's, that's a, that's a feel good moment for me is when stuff mm-hmm. like that happens, but you've got to have, you got to have people that understand that and that, that yeah. understand why relationships are important too, because yeah. again, the, the two events a year, that's just not going to cut it. You've got to have someone that's out there. You know, some, I, I, I have seen in a nonprofit that'll, that'll stay nameless off of here that they have a person that's dedicated to going out and spending time with their larger donors. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. What about the other donors though, too? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, do you need to hire another person or is there too many donors? Whatever that looks like, you've got every person that's donating money or every person that you need to be in front of is, is important. Mm-hmm. But to your point, how much time does each person get? That's probably yeah. where you need to spend the time looking at. Yeah, and, and that is the hard part, I think, in the nonprofit space is, and I, I think to your point, I think it is multiple people because what you're doing is you're maintaining what you have now, but you have to foster the future. Mm -hmm. Just because somebody only gave you a hundred bucks this year and somebody else gave you a hundred thousand, you don't know who that hundred dollar person is. You know, I talk about all the time because of social media and the way our world works today virtually, that hundred dollar gift could have came from somebody who has a million viewers Mm -hmm. on Instagram and they pump out a few posts in a month and it helps you raise that $100,000. You don't know. That's right. And if you don't figure out how to communicate effectively, um, I think that's where it be, does become a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and to your point, you know, how many donors do you have? And But at the end of the day, that's part of the game. That's right. You know, Yes, it's hard, but what isn't hard? That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're running a business. Just because it's called a nonprofit 501c3, it's still, it's just a tax filing. You're running a business just like anybody else. That's right. Yep. So, I don't know. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Well, we're running um, about on time. So, I'd love to wrap things up with what we always wrap it up with is tell us more about you, yourself, your business, your shameless plugs. This is the time and where people can find you. Number four. Yeah. So I, <laughs> shameless I, I think plug I number four. Told my story already, but uh, yeah. the shameless plug will be AP Engineering Consulting. So that's about the fourth time. Greg and Rob, you're welcome. Now, where um, can they find? So, yeah. So, AP Engineering Consulting, we are restructuring our website now. There is a www.apecindy, uh, so A P E C I N D Y.com. That website will be restructured and launched uh, hopefully next week, but it is still active now, the old one. Uh, you can also find us on LinkedIn. 
Uh, my LinkedIn handle though at uh, Matt Matt Hadley would be a, the best way, and then I can mm-hmm. you know you can search through my uh, LinkedIn feed to find a lot more information that way, uh, mm-hmm. and you'll see the the relationship piece come to life. Uh, and I, I, you know, I've, I've taken, uh, also sh- shameless plug on Instagram now and done selfie with Matt. So it's, uh, people really <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, your husband actually, and I were on front in front of the, uh, Midtown Carmel. Uh, oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it's pretty cool. That was a selfie man's dream to, for them to put up a, a selfie background. And, <laughs> uh, anyway, but, uh, it's been really cool. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. That's about where my social ends because that's about all I'm good at. Um, but man, I just, I, I love to hear other people's story and try and help serve others. Um, yeah. and, th- and that's what it really all goes back to. Mm-hmm. So and I'm telling you guys, he's genuine. Well, <laughs> he really you. means it. he'll follow through on anything, which is, I think, so important in a person. Um, so we've loved being in a relationship with you, but also having you here. And everything he just said will ha- include links in wherever you're watching in the description or listening. Perfect. Um, so that they can find it easy. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you.